Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at LMFM.ie Now we'll return just briefly uh, to that government press conference uh, once again uh, because uh, the Taoiseach announced uh, last night that there is to be a change uh, to this rule which would only allow 50 people to gather in churches and places of religious worship. Yeah, the Cabinet agreed today that um, we would make an exception for places of worship. Uh, At the moment we're only allowing uh, 50 people uh, maximum to meet indoors. That will go to 100 Um, on the 20th of July. However, uh, a specific protocol is going to be worked out uh, with the church's religious bodies to allow more people to attend religious ceremonies. That will be very much policed by them. It will really acknowledge the fact that there are some very large churches that could accommodate more than 50 people with social distancing and with the appropriate precautions, but the detail that still has to be worked out. So in the same way as we worked out some uh, specific protocols for public transport, Uh, for schools and for the hospitality sector. Uh, That will be done as well for um, religious ceremonies. Leo Bradger on Taoiseach. Now the Auxiliary Bishop of Armagh, Michael Reuter, is on the line. And a very good morning to you, Bishop, and thanks for joining us. Do you welcome what the Taoiseach uh, had to say yesterday? Oh, very much so, yes. Um, We've been preparing for the past uh, two to three months uh, to reopen again and to return to uh, public worship. And uh, we're delighted that that's about to happen, uh, beginning on, on Monday. Uh, and uh, we were a little bit concerned just with the, the cap that was put on last week of 50 mm. in places of worship. Uh, that might be the case in some places, depending on size. But uh, we think that there are a number of churches, a significant number of churches, that could, uh, under the present uh, regulations and restrictions, could possibly hold up to 100 or 150 people. So... Uh, we felt that that cap was, you know, just a little bit uh, too strict. Well, it, it sounds as though it's up to you now to decide as to how many people, a uh, particular building a, a church, as uh, the case may be, can facilitate. As the Taoiseach said, uh, it's up to you to police this. So what do you envisage? Well, we, we've encouraged and recommended that every parish would, would set up a, their own COVID-19 committee with members of maybe uh, the pastor councils, finance committees and other maybe experts that they might have out there uh, available to them uh, in the parish uh, to to have a look at their own situation, to have a look at their own churches 
and uh, taking the, the guidelines into account that uh, you have the, the social distancing of, of, of two metres between people, to look at the church and to see how that can be operated. Because every church is, is, is different, every church is different in size, but also every church is, is different to some degree in its inter- internal layout as well. There may mm. be plenty of aisles, for instance, in some churches, there may be only one aisle mm. in some in other churches. So they had to, to look at that and to work out what they felt was uh, reasonable, considering the guidelines and the regulations, within their own church. Okay, and so on a church-by-church church basis, you decide what the capacity should be. So yeah. if, you, if you reach that capacity, uh, what happens then? Uh, will somebody police it and turn people away from the church? Well, stewarding will, will be a very important, I would think, uh, and, and not stewarding in a sense. I don't like the word policing, sure. really, yeah. because yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I think that's, that's yeah. a little bit over the top as such. But, but it, it'll be a very important part of the, of the process of being ready is to have a number of stewards and a, a good number of stewards ready and trained and, and, and able to direct people uh, to various different parts of the church so that they're well spread out over the church. Uh, but also to maybe politely break it to people sometimes that, you know, that unfortunately the church has reached its capacity and so for the good and safety and health mm. of everybody uh, to perhaps to come back at another time for another Mass, maybe on the same day. Or remember that we have relaxed the, the obligation on the Sunday Mass. So we encourage people perhaps to, to go weekday Masses as well. Mm. Uh, particularly people who might be in the vulnerable category, who might be in the cocooning age or have underlying health issues or whatever, to go um, uh, on a weekday when there's a smaller crowd and there won't be the same uh, pressure for places. Uh, and, and hopefully, you know, I mean, it's up to everybody in a sense to take on responsibility here and mm. to realise and to be patient, to realise they may turn up at a church and may not be able to get in, but that is for the good and safety of everybody. Of course, yeah. Uh, we, we, we saw some of uh, the European churches uh, ask uh, people to pre-book places. Uh, is that something that you could envisage happening here? I just, I, I don't particularly care for that concept myself yeah. of yeah. actually uh, booking a ticket for, for a Mass, but, but I've heard of a few places around the country uh, that are actually doing that. Mm. Uh, I don't think there's any in the diocese here and the diocese of our diocese of Armagh. Mm. But uh, I suppose every place has to judge themselves. I mean, if you have a very small church and a reasonably large congregation, that may be the only way that you feel that you can do it uh, safely and fairly. Mm. But uh, uh, by and large, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be that much in favour sure. of that Okay, and for some of our listeners, Bishop, uh, who feel uh, it's an obligation to get Sunday Mass, uh, are you saying uh, that they could go on a, a Tuesday or, yeah. that they, or that they could go on a, a Wednesday and maybe watch Mass on the television or listen to it on the radio? We, like we, we encourage, like, Sunday Mass is, is important, it's very important and, and it's a vital part of what we are as, as Catholics, is the gathering uh, on Sunday. Uh, and, uh, you know, we, we would still encourage people, and they've been doing that in great numbers, what, to watch the Sunday Mass on, on webcam or to watch it on television or to listen to it on the radio. And once again, I thank you at LMFM for, for the great service that you have given by broadcasting Mass on a Sunday morning. Uh, to, to encourage that, if they, if they can't get to a Mass on Sunday, 
that, that still is, is vitally important. But we have relaxed the, the obligation to actually be physically present on a Sunday so that people don't feel that they have to be there, particularly if they have as I said, uh, vulnerability of an underlying condition. Uh, and just very briefly, because uh, we're always against the clock, uh, but very briefly for our, our listeners, what do we expect? Uh, I mean, things like uh, the sign of peace or communion uh, and how uh, keeping distant, social distance or physically distant from others uh, will come into play with all of that. Yes, now sign of peace, uh, that doesn't mean that that, that whole uh, you know, element of the Mass is done away with. I mean, per- a person can bow to somebody next to them or, or smile at them or whatever it may be it doesn't have to be reaching out and, and, and uh, having a handshake that we can't do that in the, in the present conditions for communion uh, the stewards will probably direct people to come up uh, slowly and with the, the, the two uh, metre social distancing and it can only be at this time uh, received in the, in the hand that's the only way that it can okay. safely uh, be done but if somebody has a major issue with that, with, with receiving in the hand and want to receive on the tongue, you know, go to the priest after Mass or whatever, make a request uh, to, for him to, so he can sanitise his hands beforehand, sanitise his hands afterwards and not unduly hold up uh, the whole process. Okay. But it can be done perhaps after Mass if you have a really serious objection to receiving on the, on the hand. Okay, yep. I have to leave it there, Bishop, I'm out of time, but thank you indeed for your okay. time. Uh, that's Thanks the Auxiliary Bishop of Armagh, Michael Rooter there. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now, michael at lmfm.ie. 